Hey girl, hey, welcome to the Glow Honey Podcast. My name is Tori. I'm a licensed esthetician, wife, mom, and black girl boss. Join me every Monday where we discuss the lessons that I have learned being a wife, mom, and business owner and where you can get a professional's opinion about crazy trending skincare. Hey y'all, welcome to episode seven of the Glow Honey Podcast. We have made it to episode seven. Seven. I am so excited to have you guys here. Thank you guys for always tuning in, giving me a listen, giving me a download, writing me a review, rating the podcast of five. Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited to be here. So today's podcast is really laid back. It's real chill, y'all. We just going to have a little good merry time. So um, today's podcast is all of be is going to be all about the questions, skincare questions you guys have sent in through my Instagram. So let me pull it up. I didn't get a whole bunch, but I got enough and I'm, I'm content with what we got. So let's get down to business. So the first question is, what are the best products for dark circles slash under eye for black women? So the main thing, so you got to think of it, the skin underneath the eyes and the skin on the lid are the thinnest skin on the body, where the thickest skin on your body will be the palms of your hands and the soles of your feet. So with that being said, that skin is going to reveal all really the truth of what's going on inside your body. Um, And the main cause for dark circles and under eye, number one, it could be genetic. That's number one. So if your mom has it, your mom, mom, your grandma, great grandma, if they have dark circles or um, if you're literally the structure of your face, your bones, um, your eyes set back in like so your bones protrude more and there's hollow. So your eyes are more back. You're going to naturally have dark circles. Um, And there's not much we can do about that because. You know, that's how you're born. That's your genetics. That's cool. Embrace it. Um, I've seen people get fillers, um, Botox, injections, things like that to help lift the skin and raise the skin and kind of give it the illusion that, you know, basically the shadow because the your eyes are set, you know, back into your skull. Um, it creates a shadow, so it makes it a little bit more darker. So they put Botox and fillers and things like that to help lift the skin so that the shadow is less defined, if that makes sense. So I've seen that when it comes to um, genetics and face structure and things like that. Now, if your problem, if it's your truly dark circles and you truly just have darkness, some days it'll be dark, some days it'll be light, or some months it'll be dark and some months it'll be light. That kind of tells me a little bit more. It tells me that it's not genetic um, and it's not the structure of your face. So in those circumstances, I recommend, number one, making sure you're hydrated. So dark circles under eye, things like that, the main cause really is to, um, is dehydration. So if you're not drinking half your body weight in water every day, um, if you're not, even if your skin itself is not hydrated, so you're not using hydrating things, um, those going to, it's going to show up more. It's going to be more evident. Um, so number one, make sure you're drinking lots and lots and lots of water. Number two, I would incorporate an eye cream that's specifically targeted for darkness. Um, a lot are targeted for puffiness and things like that. But I would say do one that's specifically um, targeted for darkness. Now, with it being around the eyes and that skin being so thin, um, how can I say this? So it 
it's a higher chance that the product will go through the skin and you may have irritation if that makes any sense. So the molecular mock mo- the molecular the molecular makeup, the actual size of the molecule could be so small where it goes through the skin and your eyes might water or they might feel itchy or irritated. So you want to um, be careful. Um, but one that I like um, that I retail and that's a professional grade product is the peptide eye cream by SkinScript. Um, it's one of my favorites for dark circles, under eyes, puffiness, all of that good stuff. And now with it being such a delicate area, like I said, do your research um, and just be careful. And if you do get irritation, know that it's normal and you don't want to put it. Um, you definitely want to do under your eye. But when it comes to the lid, you want to be even more careful um, and just do the around the orbital bone. So the bone your brow is on that l- the little bit of space under there. You don't want to put it exactly on your eyelid. Um, hyaluronic acid would be a good one too to help lock in that moisture so how i would personally layer it is you do your cleanser your toner um and whatever else you do whatever treatment you do but when you get to the eye portion i would do your eye cream um like i said i would suggest a peptide um eye cream from skin script and then i'll lock it in with the hyaluronic acid and that's just going to help moisture um stay into that area so basically hyaluronic acid is a um a, a, a water binding molecule or agent that helps retain moisture and it can hold up to 100 times its weight in water retention so basically it's gonna keep all the water in so that your eye area don't dry does not dry out um, so that's what I recommend. A good high cream, a good eye cream and a good hyaluronic acid. And I would say stray in the professional department to see results faster and to actually see results. Now, before I dwelled or was diving, well, before I dived into the professional um realm of products, one of my favorite products was Kills Avocado Creamy Eye Cream, something like that. I forget the name. I stopped using it. But um, I wouldn't say I saw results quickly. Like I didn't see brightness under my eye quickly. But when it came to hydration and moisturizing and then my eyes just looking around my eyes looking supple and plump, I did see those results. Um, I like how the product kind of melts in. It goes from a cream to almost like a water-based consistency. It's a great product, like I said, um, more for hydration um, and before, like I said as well, the main issue is a hydration when it comes to dark circles under the eye if it's not genetic. So that's a good product for hydrating um, something over the counter. It retails for just as much as a professional product. So you you pick what you want. Um, I like to give two options so you don't feel like I'm just trying to take your money. <laughs> so the next question is, is it bad to squeeze out those whiteheads we all get? If so, what is an alternative? So that's a great question. So uh, let's see. It's not bad, but it's also not good. So you have to know your skin. Okay, let's start over. It's not bad. It's not good. But the the higher you are in the Fitzpatrick scale, so the Fitzpatrick scale is a scale that we use to determine how light or dark you are. The darker you get on the Fitzpatrick scale, you're more prone to hyperpigmentation. Uh, well, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. So the dark spots that you get after you pop a pimple. Um, sometimes you don't even have to pop a pimple. It just being inflamed and irritated and that skin stretch stretching. 
causes hyperpigmentation. So if you're one of the lucky ones who are on the darker um, scale, the Fitzpatrick, so you're maybe shades three and up, um, four and up, I would even say, and you don't get hyperpigmentation, go ahead, sis, pop them. Um, whiteheads get all the gunk out. So what that is is basically trapped sebum that has not had any oxygen hit it. Um, it's really, um, yeah, it could be a little bit of like, in fact, like pus or something too, but most times it's just trapped sebum. Um, I would make sure you're using clean hands. If you are using a tool, an extraction tool, a skin scrubber, anything like that, make sure you're not applying too much pressure. The more pressure you apply, and if you don't know how to apply their pressure properly, um, you can definitely have some scarring after. And no one wants dark spots. So I just say be careful. Um, make sure you're exfoliating too. Um, I would... The main one of the main causes from whiteheads is the lack of exfoliation. So if, whether you're using a chemical exfoliant or a physical exfoliant, um, chemical being your AHAs and BHAs, so alpha your alpha hydroxy acids and your beta hydroxy acids, so your glycolic, your salicylic, your um those things. Make sure you're incorporating that to help reduce the amount. Or if you're using a physical exfoliant like your scrubs, I would stray away from salt, sugar, and coffee. And I would lean more to an apricot and wand, all that stuff. Stay away from the harsh ones that can cause more tears on your face, which also, which in turn will cause acne. I would stay away from those. I definitely recommend a chemical. But if you want to do a, phys, um, a physical, I like... Um, the skin scrub brand that I retail, like I said, they have the raspberry refining scrub, which is, um, the, it's more of a polish and the exfoliant, um, granules are cornmeal and jojoba, finely grilled jojoba. So it's very, very gentle, but it's effective. Um, another one that I like, um, is the eminence fistfoliant. It's brightening and it's a polish. It just feels really, your face feels really clean after. It's great. I like those. Another one that you can just grab. So those two are professional grade. One that you can just grab from Ulta or whatever is a Dermalogica. What is it called? The Dermalogica. It's a popular one. I have it. I really don't use it as often. I don't feel like it's, I don't think it's black girl friendly in my opinion, um, no matter how much you exfoliate, the granules just seem to not ever come off. They're always somewhere in the dark. You are, the more you see them all over. I don't hate the product, but the, the process, to, if you're not in the shower, it's just really hard to get off. If you're just washing your face over the sink. Um, what is it called? Let me look it up. Y'all I forgot. Microfoliant It's a Dermalogica microfoliant. You can get that anywhere. Um, it retails, it looks like it retails for, let's see. So the travel size is about $15. And then the full size is $59. Where uh, I'd say for the price, you can definitely get a more professional grade, a more... Yeah, you can get a better product. I mean, it's not bad, but for $59, I would invest in a professional grade product. Um, it's a little bit better. All right, so the next question is also, I think the last question, let me see. I am in need of a facial, but I know, but no, 
what? I am in need of a facial, but no, it isn't in my budget to come in every month. What are my options? Okay, so she basically knows that she needs a facial, but it's not in her budget to come in um, every single month, which I understand. That is, that's relatable. So I, this is how I tell my clients. Number one, um, if your first time coming in, if you're not prepared or if it's not in your budget to get a facial and purchase skincare products, just come in and purchase skincare products because your facial is, okay, think of it like this. This is what I tell my clients. Think of it as going to the gym. You go to the gym, you work out, right? But you go home the gym is 10% and working out. Okay, the gym is like 80% work and eating. No. What am I saying? Let's start over. So this is what I tell my clients. Coming in to me is like going to the gym. What you do at the gym, you know, we get you stronger. We focus. It's really intense for that hour, right? But at home is the other 80%. Um, What you eat, your lifestyle, how active you are, things like that, that's going to contribute to your overall results, your overall end goal. So come in to see me. I'm going to work out your skin. I may have the equipment, the machinery. I have the knowledge to know what your skin needs, how it can make it stronger, better in that moment, you know? And then you do what you're doing at home, stick into your skincare routine, being consistent, putting on sunscreen, making sure you're washing your face. All of that stuff is going to be the bulk of it. That's going to be the good, the nitty and gritty. So while as I do recommend coming in at least three weeks, if you have um, severe acne or anything like that, if we really want to target hyperpigmentation or your weddings coming up, um, anything like that, what you do at home is the main, 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 like court, like the main, the main meal, you know? So making sure that, so like I said, making sure that if you are going to come in and you want, you know, to see results and you want to, you know, change your skincare, change the way it looks or whatever the case is, see results primarily, you want to be able to purchase the skincare that I recommend. Now, if you can't purchase the skincare, but you want to get a facial, that's the decision you make. I leave it up to you. Um, but I'm going to reiterate and let you know that, you know, you might not see the results. You probably won't see the results that you want consistently because you're not keeping it up at home. So that's my take. Um, and then you can also space it out to where I see you every four weeks or, you know, things like that. But make sure you purchase the skincare. That's the main thing. So yeah, um, that is this episode. It was really short. I really wanted to tackle just some of the questions that I got. Um, most times when I post on my social media or to my business page, anything like that, I get a lot of questions on what's that, what do I need to do, things like that. So I'm going to throw in these little episodes where I just answer questions, um, specific questions ever so often, um, just so that you guys can get some input on what you guys, um, you know, get some input in this podcast and I give you directly what you guys need. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'll see you guys on the next episode of the Glow Honey podcast and you better glow, honey.